Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, Jesus rises from the dead and he begins to appear to his apostles. And one day he appears and Thomas, who we've all come to call Doubting Thomas, uh, says that he doesn't believe that Jesus appeared to the apostles. He said, I won't believe until I see him, until I can put my hands in his wounds. And there are many of us who stop and say, don't we? I won't believe until I see. And when we, when we read the Gospels, we read the stories of human beings like you and me, people who struggle to understand this higher calling of faith and life, who struggle to understand this deeper call of God in their life, to give their life to God and to live according to what God has called them to. The gospel stories are the stories of people where I find myself in them. And when I look at Thomas, there are many times I find myself doubting. There are many times I find myself hoping that it's true, wishing that it's true, and but yet finding myself saying, I'll believe when I see. Well, in John's Gospel, chapter 20, verse 24, we read of Jesus then turning up uh, a few days later, and Thomas is there. But Thomas, who was called the twelve, one, uh, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, "We've seen the Lord." But he said, "Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my fingers in the mark of the nails, uh, and my hand in his side, I will not believe." A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. And Thomas answered, My Lord and my God, because you have seen me, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come. To believe. I find this such a powerful passage of scripture um, because, I, because as I say, I'm like Thomas so often. So often I struggle to believe. So often I struggle to, to, to implement into my life the way that I'm called to live. Because it's one thing to say I believe in my mind. It's another thing to live that belief out in my everyday life trusting in God's provision, trusting that, that we are called to be a light on a hill and for, the, and, and for my life to be something that shines because that says Christians, that's what we are, isn't it? We're called to be examples of what it is to love God, to be able to live like that, to believe that, that, that by living according to this, the, the teaching of the scriptures in the church, that I will come to know God, to love God and to be with God forever. There are so many times when I doubt. And when, and when uh, Jesus eventually turns up to Thomas and he's there, what's the very first thing he says is, peace be with you. And from a humorous point of view, I often think to myself, if you're in a room, you're doing whatever you're doing, and all of a sudden Jesus just turned up, appeared in the room, 
you can imagine the sense of panic. Um, you know, that's never happened to me. But I could just imagine the sense of panic where all of a sudden the doors are locked and then Jesus is in the room. I mean, that would cause some commotion, wouldn't it? And he says to them, peace be with you, still your spirit, still yourself, be at peace. I'm with you. And then he comes to Thomas. He said, hey, Thomas, come and have a look at me. Come and touch me. Come and see. See the wounds that only days before they killed me when they killed me on the cross. And now, look, I've risen from that, from the dead. And what's, what's Thomas's response? And this is a response that I pray all the time, and I would strongly encourage you. And it says this, Thomas answered him and said, My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. I, I want to encourage you today to take those words and to begin to mutter them. Mutter them, to be able to speak them under your breath all the time. My Lord and my God. I go to church on Sunday and at various times in church, I stop and I say, my Lord and my God. When I face a difficult situation and I'm not sure how to overcome it, my Lord and my God. When I sit in prayer each day, I pray, my Lord and my God. I want to encourage you to pray that because what does Jesus say? He says, uh, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. And so we who don't see, allow our heart's prayer, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, my Lord and my God. I'd encourage you maybe if you were to say that a hundred times today, and yeah, that's right, many times today, you'd get to the end of today and you would be very, very different. Can I say to you, if you're a business person going into a meeting to negotiate a business deal, as you walk in the room, say, my Lord and my God. If you're sitting quiet in a retirement village somewhere and uh, you're just sitting, just stop and say, my Lord and my God. If you're someone who's going to school today and you're just arriving at the school gates, as you walk in, say, my Lord and my God. As you enter into a shopping centre to buy your shopping today, my Lord and my God. As you sit down to watch a television programme, my Lord and my God. As you sit on your children's bed to read them a bedtime story, my Lord and my God. As you head out uh, to a night of social activity, just stop and say, my Lord and my God. At the beginning of every meal, just stop and say, my Lord and my God. When you wake in the morning, just say, my Lord and my God. And at the end of the day, my Lord and my God. If you did that all day, you'd be different. It would transform your life and you would know him more deeply as your personal Lord and Saviour. I'm going to say a prayer today. I'm going to read from the Holy Spirit book and from the Holy Spirit book and, and uh, as we conclude. And when I, when I look at Mary, uh, Mary was someone who declared that all the time. That was one of the reasons I have written the book, uh, uh, seven habits from uh, life-changing habits from the life of Mary. Mary's life was all about my Lord and my God. If you haven't received that booklet, uh, the e-book, uh, my, my Lord and my God, you can go to these places to get it and you determine how much you'd like to contribute for it to support the ministry. Uh, I'm grateful. Why don't we pray? 
Almighty God, allow me to see the experience and experience your love because your love is your identity. As I conform my image and character to your character, allow your love to reside more within me. May your love transform the very substance of who I am. Through the actions of the Holy Spirit, allow me to encounter your presence today in my life. Wherever I am today in life, please bless me. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.